I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It's Tuesday, February 27th. Hope you're having a great day and we are glad to be with you today on the radio, 95.9 FM, also the radio app. Thank you for tuning in. And then those on the podcast, thank you for joining us. Uh, Those on Facebook and YouTube, we welcome you and hope you're having a great day on this. Really, it's a pretty day. It's cloudy, uh, but very mild. And uh, it's an exciting day here at Victory Baptist Church for many reasons. One reason is uh, we have had a lot of work going on for this new drop-off area, both yesterday and today. Uh, They have been going after it, and uh, it's exciting, and I just can't wait. Uh, First of all, it's going to be beautiful. Uh, There's no doubt about it, but it's going to be practical. And it's going to be such a blessing to have this spot where you can drive right by the door, drop people off, and then go through. It's not a, a dead end, uh, small little parking area where you got to then pull in, back out, get back on the road. It's going to be a drive through, um, not for coffee, not for food, not that drive through, but a drive through where you can drop off and pick up people. And uh, oh, that's going to be great. I'm excited. We'll get some nice parking out here uh, for our senior citizens. It'll be nice during the week if you're coming by the office to drop something off or to stop by for something quick. It'll be just easy. And uh, we're very excited about that. Also, these are exciting days because we announced a week ago um, on Sunday. And then this past Sunday, again, we talked about some plans for the uh, expansion at the school property. And uh, that's exciting. We're going to vote on that, not this Sunday, but the next. And uh, we've got it online. If you, if you don't have access to that, let us know. We'll figure out a way to let you see those uh, renderings is what it is. It's just it's, it's renderings of what it will look like. And uh, I hope you pray for that. I hope you'll give. I hope you'll uh, uh, be, uh, uh, be faithful to ask the Lord to do something even beyond what we can do. And we're excited about all of that. Uh, looking forward to the service tomorrow night. We're back in our Wednesday night Bible study tomorrow night as we journey through the Bible. And I'm very excited. Tomorrow night we'll be uh, talking about the Tower of Babel in uh, Genesis 11. And then we'll be getting into uh, some of the the great uh, Bible characters, uh, the patriarchs, uh, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. We'll be talking about those. And it's taken us a while in Genesis, but that's because there is a lot Uh, to cover in Genesis, but these other books will not take us as long. We're not going verse by verse. We're not even going chapter by chapter, but we're trying to hit the high spots. And so I'm excited about that. Tomorrow night, the teens will be meeting. Uh, They'll have teens on Target. We'll have master clubs tomorrow night. It's going to be a great service, and I hope you plan to be with us tomorrow night. And then we're looking forward to a great day on Sunday. Hard to believe Sunday will already be March. Uh, Sunday will be March the 3rd, hard to believe, because Friday, I believe, is March the 1st. So it's going to be an exciting weekend. I hope you'll be much in prayer for all of that. Uh, No birthdays or anniversaries today. 
I would ask you to pray for our church and our school. I'd ask you to pray for our missionaries. And let's pray for all of our ministries. Pray for our members. Pray for those who are sick, those who are in the hospital. Uh, let's pray for our country. I'll pray for the elections. And let's pray for the nation of Israel. We're going to go to a song. I think you'll enjoy this song by the brothers. These are the same guys that sing uh, the intro and the outro uh, of the winning side. And I think you'll enjoy these guys as they sing. And then right after the song, we'll get into our Bible study in Jeremiah chapter 3. He was led to Golgotha on the outskirts of town. There nailed to a rugged cross as his mockers gathered round. The sky spoke like thunder when he finally bowed his head. He who had given life now hung there dead. Then his mom and some friends came to carry him away. They were trying to speak through a broken heart that only tears could say. The sun said, cast no shadow on the world's darkest day. And with one last look, they laid him in the grave. But I talked to him today, and my cares all fell away. He made me feel like life had just begun. He said, all of my trials can be turned into triumph. Through the victory that he's already won And I talked to him today And the comfort that he gave Filled me with desire to tell the world That on Calvary he died But right now he is alive I know because I talked to him today place where Peter lay. He was searching through his broken heart, trying to find the faith to pray. But as he heard her joyful story, his sorrow could not stay. And his hope sprang up through the words he heard her say. She said, I talked to him today, and my cares all fell away. Made me feel like life had just begun. He said, All of my trials can be turned into triumph through the victory that he's already won. And I talked to him today, and the comfort that he gave filled me with desire to tell the world that on Calvary he died, but right now he is alive, I know, because I talked to him today, that on Calvary he died, but right now he is alive, I know, because I talked to him to you.
Amen. Jeremiah chapter 3 in your Bibles. And I hope, I hope that song is true in your heart and life. I hope you can say that you have talked to Him today. Uh, God wants to hear you pray. God wants us to talk to Him. And I'm glad that He is listening. Jeremiah chapter 3, here's an example of people that could have talked to God. And God begged them to come to Him and to return to Him. But they refused. They were backsliding. That word uh, backsliding, for instance, in verse number 11, it means to turn back. Uh, it's the idea of, uh, of apostasy. It is to, to turn from uh, the, the relationship, the devotion, the beliefs uh, that you once held and to turn away. Now, we believe, and I believe the Bible teaches very clearly, uh, that a person cannot lose their salvation. If you're a, a child of God, if you've been born again, then that doesn't change. But you don't lose your salvation. Uh, you don't lose that relationship. You're still a child of God. Uh, but you can lose the fellowship. And that's where sin comes in and it, it, it creates a wedge. And we confess our sin. We forsake our sin. Um, like David in Psalm 51. Uh, I don't believe David lost his salvation after his sin with Bathsheba. But I do believe that he lost the fellowship and he lost the sweetness. That's why he said, restore unto me, not my salvation. He said, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And he said, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And so the children of Judah had backslidden. They'd gotten away from God. You know, if we're not careful in the Christian life, the same can happen to us. And let's not think, oh, well, this is something that we would never have to deal with because it could happen uh, because we are all flesh, because we all uh, have that sin nature. We all have that tendency. Uh, the songwriter said, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love. But in your Christian life, you can be in church. You can be in your place, even in your ministry. Uh, you can be going through the motions, but your heart can be far from the Lord. You can be guilty, and I could be guilty, of committing spiritual adultery against the Lord in our heart while on the outside we're trying to make everything look good. We're trying to impress people. Well, friend, it really doesn't matter what people think because God knows the heart. Now, I think we should have a good testimony before people. I think we should let our light so shine before men that they may see our good works and glorify our Father which is in heaven. But God is looking on the heart. I want to ask you today as we get into our lesson, have you lost your love for God? Have you lost your love for the Bible? Have you lost your love for the time you spend with God in prayer? Have you lost your love and your passion for serving God? If the answer to any of those questions is yes, then today you are probably in a backslidden state. It means you need to get right. It means we need to come back to God. And so we see that the nation of Judah had backslidden. Verse number 12, I love this. Go and proclaim these words toward the north, that's uh, uh, Israel, and say, Return, thou backsliding Israel, saith the Lord, and I will not cause mine anger to fall upon you, for I am merciful, saith the Lord, and will not keep anger forever. Aren't you glad for that word merciful? Aren't you glad that God is a merciful God? Uh, we see that God's mercy is evident even in spite of the wickedness and the sin of his people. Verse 13, only acknowledge thine iniquity that thou hast transgressed against the Lord thy God. God says, hey, I'm willing to show mercy. I'm willing to forgive you. I'm willing to restore you. But you first have to acknowledge it. 
And you and I today, until we acknowledge our sin before God, until we confess it, and until we get it right, we are not going to experience the mercy and the grace of God. They transgressed against God, verse number 13. That word transgress, it means to rebel or to revolt. They would not obey. Verse 14, God says, turn, O backsliding children, uh, saith the Lord, for I am married unto you. Again, here's that, that, that picture of a husband-wife relationship. And God says, you are my wife, you are my bride to his people. And he says, but yet you have played the harlot. Uh, you have committed spiritual adultery. You have gone after other gods and you have not been faithful to me. Verse number 15, and I will give you pastors. Uh, that word pastors uh, in the Old Testament, it's the word shepherds. And in the New Testament, of course, that word is still, it's a shepherd, but it's one who is in a, a role within a local church. They didn't have the local church in the Old Testament. They had uh, the temple. Uh, before that, they had the tabernacle. But God still gave them leaders, and God gave them pastors. And he said, if you'll turn, I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. God promised that he would give his people the right kind of leaders if they would follow him and if they would turn to him. Verses 16 through 19, God was looking forward to the day that they would get right and they would be blessed by him again. Aren't you glad that God uh, is always anticipating his people coming back to him? Now he knows, but God never forces himself. God leaves the choice up to us. We have a free will. Verse number 20, Israel dealt treacherously with God. Again, that word treacherous is to be deceitful. And Israel dealt treacherously with God, like a wife departing from her husband, uh, who is being sneaky, who is being uh, deceptive, who is uh, going undercover. That is the, uh, the picture that God gives, how Israel had dealt with God. Verse 21, uh, a voice was heard upon the high places, weeping and supplication of the children of Israel, for they have perverted their way, and they have forgotten the Lord their God. Now, friend, I cannot imagine uh, that it could be said of God's people that he had brought them. First of all, he created them, but he brought them out of Egypt. Uh, he brought them through the Red Sea. He brought them through the wilderness. He brought them to the promised land, and yet they forgot God. I'll tell you, uh, it's easy to happen, isn't it? Because there's so much, so much in life that goes on. We get so busy. We get so wrapped up with our own ideas and our own plans and our own agendas. But friend, don't forget God. On this Tuesday, February 27th, uh, don't forget that God loves you. Don't forget what God expects from us. Don't forget all that God has done in our lives. But we see they forgot God. Verse 22, again, return, God says, and I will heal your backsliding. God gives the offer again to return. Verse 23, truly in vain is salvation hoped for from the hills and from the multitude of mountains. Truly in the Lord our God is the salvation of Israel. Israel had to look to other places for their deliverance. They looked to other places for their help. But friend, I want to tell you today, our hope is only found in God. He is the only source of hope. He is the only source of help. But yet they look to other places. Verse 25, we lie down in our shame and our confusion covereth us. And that's what sin does. Sin brings shame 
and sin brings confusion. For we have sinned against the Lord our God, we and our fathers from our youth even unto this day, and have not obeyed the voice of the Lord our God. Oh, how we need to get back to being honest with God. When was the last time that you confessed your sin? Not to the pastor, not to your spouse, uh, not to your boss at work, not to your, your neighbor. Uh, but if you sin against those people and they're aware of it, you ought to go to those people and you ought to confess and ask them to forgive you. Um, but our sin must be confessed to God. And when was the last time that you got on your knees before God and you said, God, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. I have sinned against you, and I ask you to please forgive me of this sin. And Lord, please help me. Give me the victory and help me to get back on track. That's a great place to start with being honest with God. I hope you have a great afternoon and a great evening. I'm excited already about tomorrow. Of course, we'll have the broadcast, but I'm excited about tomorrow night and our midweek service. Hope you have a great day. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.